0: All right, hey everyone, and welcome back to SNC Adventures Talk It Out Podcast. My name is Ryan, and today I'm joined by our special guest Henry Metz, who went on the Summer 22 Global Seminar Lost Abbeys of the UK in England and Scotland. Welcome, Henry.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it, Ryan.
0: Uh, so we're just gonna uh, start off. Uh, first off, we're excited to have you on the show. Um, And we just want to discuss your experiences with you um, as one of as you went on, like a a faculty led program. So let's get started. So uh, to start, tell me about
1: the program you went on. Um, So the Lost Abbeys program for me, it um, filled a leadership requirement that I needed for my minor. But what the program did itself is we followed several lost abbeys. And we also followed the Norbertines in particular, being at St. Norbert, um, they found it important to follow the Norbertine abbeys in which we traveled all around UK and Wales and looked at certain different abbeys. And while we did that, um, did a lot of experiential learning about them. Nice. So where did you fly out of and fly into? Um, I flew out of Chicago, and I flew into Edinburgh, Scotland. Was this alone, or was this with the whole group? This was with part of the group. Some people got different flights over, but the I was with faculty to go over from Chicago, so it was nice to be with them. So you
0: talked about a little bit what you guys uh, did over there, but what topics did you
1: study, um, and like what was the classwork involved with it? Uh, The classwork involved wasn't too difficult, which was nice because it was a lot of in-person learning. We would go to the Abbeys and we'd oftentimes get tours as well as our faculty member who was there, um, Dr. Michael Holstead, he um, knew quite a bit about the Abbeys, so he was able to enlighten us even more. And then prior to the trip, what he did to get us involved um, prior to us going was assigning us each abbey to do research on. And then when we got to that abbey, we would present it for the entire group. How many, many abbeys total did you go to? I believe it was between six and eight.
0: Awesome. How many people did were on this whole uh, um, there, seminar with you?
1: There were two faculty members and then six students. So it wasn't too many people, actually seven students, excuse me. It wasn't too many people but the group was diverse enough where no one ever got sick of one another. <laughs>
0: did you know anybody going into it?
1: I actually did, I knew two people going into it. I knew Chris McCartney, um, he's on the football team here at St. Norbert, and we had known who each other were, but when we found out we were going on the program together, we started hanging out more. And then also Elizabeth Laffey is a part of the You Girls, which is a group I'm ugly for.
0: Nice. How did this program fit into your educational plan?
1: Um, It perfectly um, filled the last leadership requirement that I needed to graduate on time because I also my freshman year did the GAP program, and then I added a Spanish minor my sophomore year. So I had to reformat my classes to make sure that I finished on time, and it helped me do that. What skills did you develop while you were over there? That's a good question. I think a skill that I developed while I was over there was the ability to recognize the differences in culture and recognize how our country is portrayed or seen by other countries and citizens from other countries. Nice.
0: So take me through the trip a little
1: bit. Uh, So you said you flew out of Chicago
0: into Edinburgh and then did you how long did you stay in edinburgh and then where did you all go from there
1: yeah so we were in edinburgh for three days in which we mainly hung out in the city because we got in late the first night so we didn't couldn't really do much and then um went on tours of the city and learned about the historical religious sites there we didn't actually visit an abbey there but Then we took a train down to London and stayed in London for 10 days. And that was pretty awesome. And during those 10 days, we did, I think, three to four drives out via car to different abbeys. We also did additional sightseeing that is almost required when going to those places. Like we saw the London Eye, the Palace, obviously, Windsor Castle all those great places. What was your favorite thing in London? Mm, My favorite thing in London is would have to be the convenience of maneuvering the city, the feeling of being safe and the nightlife. The, The nightlife is very nice because people are always active and it's much different from here where you can come across people who might not trust or things like that it for a very large city it has a lot going on and makes you feel comfortable and safe did you like the tube i did did you go on any double deckers i believe so i think the one that was outside might have been oh the double decker buses i did go on one double decker bus so that was because it was a little late at night and the tube had closed down. So we had to take the double decker bus and I don't think we ever actually scanned our cards to do it. <laughs> uh, did you ride on the top? Yeah, of course. So where did you stay when you were in Edinburgh and London? Ah, uh, hotels. You stayed in so, hotels? Yeah, but they were very nice hotels. And the living situation was in the first hotel in Edinburgh. It was me and one of the two, or yeah, one of the two other dudes who was on the trip. And then the second in London, it was all three of us in one room together with two beds. Did you have any favorite spots in Edinburgh? Our hotel was really close to the bridge that crosses from the old city to the new city. So I got to experience a little bit of that. And that was really cool to see the vast differences just in crossing the bridge and like how the new city is so close to the college and has all these big, um, corporations and like clothing places and name brand stuff. And then the old city has all the, um, legislative buildings and all the historical buildings, as well as just some old, um, antique stores and restaurants
0: yeah i liked how it was uh
1: the one part of the city was built up a lot higher than the other part yeah
0: which is really cool Mm -hmm. so besides edinburgh and london um what were some of the excursions you did outside of the cities
1: Uh, besides the abbeys so we went to windsor castle like i mentioned before and that was very surreal for me because we were within distance of the queen And now she is passed, obviously. So that was truly a once in a lifetime experience for me. And then aside from the Abbeys, we also went to very high class, well-recommended restaurants that um, the study abroad program helped us pay for. And something that I I'm not usually a huge fan of is fish and chips, but I had to try it while I was in London um, and that was probably by far the best fish and chips I'll ever have in my life. So that was a great experience as well. That's
0: awesome. Well, you you jumped right into my next question. One of the great things about traveling, we think, is experiencing new cultures and obviously the food. Um, so what was your
1: favorite dish from the UK that you tried on the program? Yep. I would have to definitely go with that fish and chips. I also did try. I, I really did like the beans at one of the hotels, the beans and toast. <laughs> yeah. At one of the hotels, they just had open breakfast and it, it was nothing like a continental breakfast here. They had like smoked salmon, beans, sausages, different forms of eggs. And, and then anything you could really want, which was delicious. One of my favorites with that was also the smoked salmon. I got that every morning.
0: Yeah. So some of those quintessential British or Scottish uh, breakfasts can be a little different. Did you end up trying the black pudding?
1: I did not try the black pudding or the haggis. One of the other girls did try the haggis.
0: Yeah. The black pudding is definitely, definitely interesting. Um, so describe what a typical day in the life was like when you were over there? How did you get around um, during the program from city to city, which you
1: mentioned a little bit already? Yeah, so from the cities, we everything was via public transit. So in the beginning, it was just Edinburgh to London, which was a, one straight train ride. Other than that, we took several forms of public transit dependent on where we were going when we were going to visit different cities we went either by bus, train, or the tube. The tube was generally inner city travel, which we did do quite a bit of because we also, in London, we also did do the historical religious background of London as well. Um, but regardless, they explained and gave us money for the tube for to do all that and have a little Left over in case we ever wanted to go somewhere else in the city for dinner. So that was very nice. That's awesome. Have you been out of the country before? I have several times. Have you been
0: over to Europe before?
1: I have not been to Europe, no, until then. Did
0: you notice any uh, major similarities or differences of the culture in comparison to the culture here
1: or at SNC? Um, I liked the comparison that Chris McCartney made while we were there. He said it reminded him of the New York of Europe. And I would 100% agree with that for London because it's a very diverse, there's so many cultures, so many different languages being spoken. And then it has that big city, bright light aspect to it as well.
0: That's very interesting to say that. I've actually heard um, a couple of people say that before, which is cool to hear. What is, what is your favorite memory from your experience on your global seminar?
1: Probably my favorite memory was my free day, which might sound a little odd, but that day really gave me the experience to see the city as what it is rather than going to all the special attractions. I went to like the farmer's market, a couple of the bigger, at Kingston park, um, some of the other big parks. And I didn't do anything necessarily touristy. I tried to do what a local would do on like a weekend day to just hang out and enjoy my time. That's awesome. What were some of the challenges you faced while you were over there? Um, I would say the biggest challenge that I faced and rightfully so is a lot of people in the UK are not too big of fans of people from the US. Did you have any culture shock while you were over there? Uh, I didn't, but again, the people I was as with did. I tend to dress nicer in general, but something we realized is regardless of the day, and especially on weekends, people tend to dress up. Everyone was looking is always looking their best and then on the weekends like the girls will go out in dresses and the men will wear like button downs and sometimes ties whereas when people go out on the weekends here they can wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt and no one will say anything yeah it definitely gets very proper yes in some in
0: some areas of it absolutely what would you tell students thinking about going on the global seminar uh, this summer in order to convince them to do so
1: Um, I would say any travel is worth the experience, but on top of that, traveling to the UK and to London, it's nice because you can use your language, but then still get a experience culture to the fullest. Is there anything you wish you would have been able to do while you were over there? Um, I wish we would have had more time in Edinburgh. I thought... Scotland was absolutely beautiful, and that city was absolutely beautiful. It's a very gothic city, and it kind of reminds me of being in the middle of a Harry Potter movie. So I loved that aspect, and I wish we would add more time there.
0: Fun fact, did you know that uh, J.K. Rowling finished the series while she was in Edinburgh? I did.
1: She has her hand in one of the main squares, a cement figure of her hand.
0: Yeah, how many total days were you over there?
1: 13 and then I stayed after the global seminar to do extra traveling. Oh, really? Where'd you go? I went to, I started by going down to France and then Germany, Italy, back to France and to Spain. Wow, that's awesome. Did you have
0: a favorite country out of those ones that you went to? I would
1: say Spain was my favorite and that could be in part because I speak some Spanish Um, And then Germany was very surreal for me because um, my last name is Metz, and that is a city on the border of Germany and France, and my entire family is from there. So it had a sort of familial vibe, in addition to the fact that a lot of people from Germany came to Wisconsin to settle because it re- the environment reminded them of Germany and I definitely noticed that aspect as well. Where in Spain did you go to? In Spain I was in Madrid and Barcelona. Which one is your favorite? Um, I preferred Madrid for sure, um, more so for the culture and the fact that It's much more of a city and not necessarily a tourist attraction, unlike, for example, London was definitely just a lot of people went there for tourism, and that was obvious. But Madrid, had you could see how it functioned economically, and you could see the different cultures within. That's awesome. Did did you travel alone afterwards,
0: or were you with anybody?
1: I was alone,
0: but I met a lot of cool people. That must have been a really cool experience. Yes. Well, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you, Henry, for recording with us this week for all the students listening. Remember that the deadline to apply for the summer 2023 global seminar will be in January. So if you're interested in having an experience like Henry's make an advising appointment or apply today. See you next time. Thanks, Henry. Of course.